and welcome to Eye on Princeton. This podcast is dedicated to informing city residents like you about the happenings here in Princeton, Texas. Each episode will help you find the things you need to know to navigate in and around the city. We keep our eye out for businesses that are coming to town, road construction updates, city ordinances, and public safety. You get the idea. Right now, we'll hand things off to your host and Princeton resident, Mitchell Chase. CP Greg Price, thank you for that. Right now, we are speaking with the chief of the police department for the city of Princeton, and that would be Mark Moyle. Chief, thank you for being with us today. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Really, really appreciate it. I know you're busy. Let's go to traffic stops, all right? And sure. We're driving along. Then all of a sudden, we get that all over. And we pull over to the side. You know what? Let's do it again. We'll role play. You be the cop and I'll be the, the driver, okay? Sure. All right, here we go. <clears throat> okay, now you pulled me over. I rolled down the window and said, yes, officer. So if I may back up just a little bit, one of the challenges we face when we're conducting a traffic stop is that when we activate our lights or, or hit our siren to get somebody's attention to know that we're attempting to pull them over, oftentimes people will stop immediately in the roadway. So what we would like to happen in every case to protect all of the parties is that they they pull into a safe location for us to conduct the traffic stop. As we are approaching the vehicle, of course, we are very concerned for our safety and the safety of the occupants of the vehicle. And as we walk up to make contact, we feel a lot more comfortable when we're able to see everybody within the vehicle and certainly to see their hands. So as we walk up to the vehicle, uh, the first thing we would do, Mitchell, is, hello, sir, my name is Mark Moyle. I work for the Princeton Police Department. I need to see your driver's license and insurance, please. Then the driver would give us that information, and I'd say, "Uh, Mitchell, the reason you were stopped is you were speeding 42 in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. Is there any reason for your speed? Then you'd give me your explanation. We'd determine whether or not a citation would be issued, certainly your answer, the circumstances, and uh, what other violations there may be. Walk back to the car, conduct our checks, and then walk back up to the driver and either issue a citation or a warning at that point. So saying that I needed to get this food home quickly before it gets cold, not a good excuse. Uh, Not so much. (laughs) That probably won't work in your favor. (laughs) And the hands, where's a good place to put our hands? Like, especially like at nighttime or whatever, where should we put our hands? Another great question is, uh, at nighttime, uh, what I'd recommend is when you're being pulled over is to turn on your interior light. And as the police officer is approaching the vehicle, it's always a, a good idea to put your hands on the steering wheel. That way we can see where they're at. Uh, you don't want to be making any furtive movements or gestures within the vehicle. Usually that's a common indicator of somebody reaching for a weapon or trying to hide contraband or something of that nature, which is of great concern to a police officer when they approach your vehicle. A traffic stop can be very dangerous. Very, right? very dangerous. Yes, sir. That's why I just, to go over this, if you're getting a citation or if I'm getting a citation, just because I signed doesn't admit that I'm guilty. Right. It's not an admission of guilt. It's only indicating that you have received a copy of the citation or required to make contact with the court. All righty. A couple other things. We're in the car, and well, let's just say we brought Fido with us. What do we do with, with Fido? During the, down, down boy. Okay. Right. So please keep Fido contained. Uh, we certainly don't want to be bit or attacked by a dog. Uh, it's a tremendous distraction, of course, but however it is that you can contain the, the animal, uh, it's safer for everybody involved. What was that? Oh, yeah. So we have Baby with us, and uh, what should Baby be? Oh, yeah, down. Easy, easy. Honey, can you get him? Thanks. Okay. What should we do with baby? So we always want to make sure baby's safe. <laughs> That's the number one priority. 
have the child in the car seat. That's almost a guaranteed citation if you don't. Seatbelts? Seatbelts are very important, too. Save lives, uh, absolutely required by law. So be sure to wear your seatbelt. You know, I have a driver's license in Texas. Being on a cell phone, what's the law in Texas? So you can be on the cell phone. The recommendation is hands-free, but you cannot do it in a school zone, which is really important. A lot of people do that. But the recommendation certainly is while you're driving and talking is to have a hands-free type system to be able to do that safely. Did you say school zone? Yes, I did. <laughs> Let's roll into that for a minute, all right? Okay. And uh, another thing that would really be helpful, even just, yeah, for our edification, so we're driving, let's say we're on Monte Carlo, it's in the morning, school bus stops, the lights, red lights come out. What's the protocol? What do we do? I'd recommend that when you're following a bus, I mean, they're a big, giant yellow bus, right? But uh, make sure that you have a greater distance between yourself and the bus that you may normally have for a car, just because of the fact that these buses make a lot of stops and they involve children getting in and out of the bus and running across the streets. And in that regard, it's really important that when the bus stops and that stop sign comes out or the red flashing lights go on, you are required to stop regardless of what direction you're headed. A lot of people believe that if they're on the other side of the roadway that they're okay to drive by, but that's not the case. It's really important that when you're driving behind a bus and you're stopped that you're paying attention to the children and where they're at and making sure that they're not darting out in front of traffic because, generally speaking, they may not look for traffic. They think that they're safe because the bus is there. So it's really important that we pay attention. Never pass a bus from behind, either direction or on an undivided road, uh, to stop to unload or load children. I think the fine, Mitchell, is about... Around $1,200, I think. I'd have to confirm that, but you don't want a uh, citation for uh, disregarding the uh, bus laws. Continuing on with students and driving in school zones, how about crossing guards? Any ideas or anything to share about that, Chief? Sure. So crossing guards are really important to what we do, especially in terms of the safety of our children. Remember that these crossing guards do this for free. They volunteer their services to help make sure that our children are safe getting back and forth to school. It's really important as a motorist that you pay attention to their direction because what they're doing, again, is trying to make it a safe place for the children to cross. And it's very important that you respect these people because they're out there doing a job that not everybody's willing to do. And again, they're doing it for free. Chief Moyle, thank you so much for being a guest on Ion Princeton. We're going to do a few more podcasts. What we do have, and you can see in here, portable studio. This is great. We also have a portable live audience. Yeah, give the chief a hand. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Yeah, he deserves it. And his department. There we go. Thank you for listening to Ion Princeton, a podcast focused on the happenings in Princeton, Texas. We always welcome your feedback, ideas, suggestions, comments, or questions by email to mitchellchase at mitchellmchase.com. Until next time, blessings to you.